episode 18. Thank you guys so much for coming and listening to this episode, whether this is the first episode of mine you've ever listened to. Thank you, I really appreciate it. I think you're giving me the chance and you're and you've caved in to probably all my annoying tweets or posts on Instagram for forcing you to come listen. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. Or maybe it's your 18th episode you've ever listened to of mine. Wow, I'd be in complete disbelief if somebody messaged me and told me they'd listened to all 18 episodes. But there's no doubt in my mind that somebody has, or a few of you have. That really means a lot, you guys. I I do these podcasts out of love. I get no payment or anything from them. I just love making them, and I love the feedback I get from you guys. I have so many listeners, subscribers, followers on the platform. It's, it's incredible. I never thought anybody wanted to listen to me ramble, especially for 18 episodes. So thank you. We're only two episodes away from the big two. Oh, that's so crazy. After almost 20 podcasts. Who wants to listen to me that many times? That long? I don't know. But I appreciate it for whoever who does. <laughs> Whatever platform you're listening to me on, Anchor, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating, a like, a follow, a subscribe, whatever it is on the platform. I would really, really appreciate that. So let's get into the episode. Quick disclaimer that I add in every single episode. There is no cuts or edits in this episode. So you will hear me moving around my desk, my chair, having a a drink of my my G Fuel I've got just now. I just like them raw and chill and uncut. So I apologise for any background noise and I apologise if the the mic is not the best. It's just my phone. Maybe we'll get an upgrade in the future uh, when this gets a bit bigger. But right now I don't have money to blow (laughs) on a mic when I don't necessarily need it. Trust me, I've been telling myself to buy a new mic. But I can't just feather. that. I'm an adult. I've got things bigger and more needed to pay for. So for now, the phone is good. But today's episode is quite a serious one and I want to, again, make another disclaimer but regarding this episode. This episode is a kind of, I, I titled it a terror scare because that is what we thought we were going to be involved in. Obviously I'm going to tell the story in the episode but I don't want anybody to feel like I'm using it for any kind of clickbait or something like that. I really, we really genuinely thought we were in an attack of some sort. And it really put my life into perspective that that's what people go through when they go through terror attacks. And you can't even begin to think about what they're going through. You can't even put yourself in that situation. But this is what the situation felt like. And I have so much respect for the people who have actually been involved in real attacks. And the fact that they can keep going with their life and make the most of their life. And put that kind of behind them and overcome that whole situation, it must have such a horrible feeling on the rest of your life. Um, anytime you heard a bang or something, you'd probably be scared and it would bring so much flashbacks and you'd be so triggered. So I really have so much respect for these people and I just wanted to share this story because that's, I think, felt a tiny piece of my my life kind of shatter and be absolutely terrified and I can't even begin to imagine what it would be like if it was real and how it would feel but this is what I went through and I say what I went through but it was nothing there was there was no attack spoiler alert there was no attack but it is what we thought was going to be an attack it was a suspicious package but it felt like it was (laughs) so I'm gonna kind of stop rambling um there is a very serious matter obviously terror attacks and attacks anywhere in the world um gun crime knife crime bombs all that stuff is absolutely terrifying and I want to talk about 
the situation that I was in and, and the thoughts that went through my head. So I hope everybody understands that. And uh, Obviously, I have so much respect, as I keep saying, and it is a serious, serious matter. And nobody should be joking about it or nothing like that. Um, it should be taken 100% seriously and, and that's what we took it as. So I just thought I'd share it because it's an interesting story and it shocks me that whenever something bad happens, like what happened to us in the story, all of our minds immediately go to, that's it, we're going to be attacked, there's going to be guns or bombs or deaths. And it's really sad that we live in a world that, that that's, a, that's the first thought that goes into your mind. It's so scary and so horrible that we live in a... A place like this but we're going to get into the story i have spoke about this in a youtube video before um but it was in the middle of a video during lots of other stuff we spoke about so i thought maybe it needs its own episode just so i can i can give a little backstory on it so that's enough rambling for five minutes <laughs> i have done let's crack into the story Last year, 2018 in November, my girlfriend and I had a sponsored trip with National Rail to go to London. We were doing some work for them. We had to vlog our weekend, go to places like Madame Tussauds, the dungeon, see, see Big Ben, stuff like that, all for videos and sponsored and paid for by National Rail. Awesome. That had nothing really to do with National Rail, but we got there and we obviously went to our hotel. We took the train from Scotland where we lived all the way to London and we got to the hotel unpacked and stuff and we thought, you know, we're going to go out, we're going to get the, the hang of the underground. The underground is so confusing if you've never used it before. I've been to London a couple of times and uh, I've been with my friend who lives in London. So obviously she knows the undergrounds and how to work them like the back of her hand. If you live there, it's going to be easy, but if you're not from there, so hard there obviously is no undergrounds in scotland we just have trains and buses and they're relatively easy but we got there and we were meant to go to the science museum and we tried so hard to work out the undergrounds because there's so many connections so many different tubes you have to get there's like the north the, the north underground south there's so many tunnels under the ground to go to where you need to go it's it's mega confusing but we tried to go to the science museum and then we were both getting so frustrated and amanda my girlfriend says right we'll just sit down we'll have a little break we'll calm down because i was getting frustrated if you've ever been in the underground it's hot it's packed you're deep underground it's stressful there's people running everywhere it's fast paced and stuff like that kind of stresses me out a bit so we sat down we calmed down we got an app we had a look we planned it all out and we realized we, we got the hang of it so we actually missed our appointment to go to the science museum, which was, it was fine. We just made other plans. So we thought, we'll go into town a little bit more in London. So we thought, we'll go to Piccadilly Circus. That's where, that's where all the big shops are. It's like a, a big square and there's lots going on. So we thought, we'll go there and we'll do a little bit of sightseeing. It was November, so it was near Christmas. There was a winter wonderland going on. So we thought, that's perfect. We'll go there. So we got on the tube on the underground at... King's Cross I think that was the closest place to our hotel and we got on and then got off at Green Park I think we needed to change at Green Park so we were standing at the underground station at Green Park and we're, we're waiting for the tube to come they come like every four minutes so it's not a problem if you miss one but we're standing there just minding our own business waiting for the tube and this alarm goes off it wasn't really an alarm it was like an alert and it said, can ex and I'm not going to do the voice that the, the, ta the tannoid robot voice did. It said, can Inspector Sands please report to the inspection room immediately? 
and it kept doing that on repeat. And I just looked at Amanda and I says, an inspector, I says, that doesn't sound good. I says, I don't like the sound of that. I'm very scared of this stuff anyway. It really freaks me out and I don't know. It probably scares everybody. And I don't know who it doesn't scare, but the thoughts were just immediately started flowing through my head. And the only place that really ever gets attacked in the UK is London because it's the biggest place in the UK. It's a massive city and it's obviously where the Queen lives and all that stuff. So I heard that and I was immediately terrified. And it kept going, kept going, kept going, obviously repeating it until the inspector got there, I guess. Don't know what the inspector was. We had no clue. There's no signal in the underground. You can't Google it. Anyway, the tube pulled up that we were meant to get on and the doors opened. And as soon as the doors opened... The, another alarm went off, like a proper alarm, and it said, this is an emergency, can everyone please evacuate the underground immediately? And it was shouting as this alarm. So alarms were going off, there was red lights flashing everywhere, there were signs flashing saying emergency, do not enter the underground, leave immediately. There were guards, like, you know, on the, on the gates where you put your tickets through, the ticket gates. All of them were open, obviously, to let everybody out. And the guards standing there were screaming. Security was saying, everybody get out now, immediately. Pushing everybody to get out, pointing to the doors, shouting, rushing you. And obviously there's no stairs in the underground, so everybody's trying to rush up the escalators. So when this alarm went off, I looked at Amanda and my face just kind of dropped. Pure white, scared, tears flew to my eyes and I thought, what the heck is going on? This alarm saying it's an emergency, we need to all leave. I thought, what the heck? Some people were getting on the train, some people were getting off. Some people were walking out the underground, some people were running. So I had no idea what to expect. The first tube we got on and then this happens. Completely terrified, my body just kind of shuts down in this panic mode. So Amanda, like, we were already holding hands, but Amanda dragged me. She was like, right, let's go. She was like, stay calm, it's okay. She kept saying, it's fine, it's fine. So she was dragging me out. Meanwhile, she told me after she was... She was terrified as well, but one of us had to be strong and it was not going to be me in this situation. So she had my hand and we were trying to get up the escalators. Obviously, we're trying to run as fast as we can. We're running through the halls and so many people are running behind us. It's hot, it's busy. Everybody's trying to get up the one escalators. We're being shouted at by guards. We eventually get escorted to an exit and we run out and the sounds outside the underground tunnels where you walk in said, do not enter, emergency. They kept hearing sirens, it was helicopters, the guards were blocking the entrance to make sure nobody got in. People were outside screaming, crying, running. I had my phone and I messaged my family and I said, we've all been evacuated from the underground, don't know what's going on. And they were like, well, get out, get as far away as you can. So we started walking away from the station, obviously, because we were terrified. When I was underground, I really was expecting to hear a bang or a gunshot, screaming, and I was ready to drop to the floor and hide for my life. That is the first thought that went through my head, and I wasn't the only one, because everybody else was screaming, crying, running. Some people were walking casually, so I was like, does this happen often? Like, what's going on? Are we being dramatic? Had no idea. But when we were outside, we did see the, the helicopters, obviously, the sirens, police, ambulances, fire engines. All the stations were closed around this the station. We started actually walking to Piccadilly Circus because it wasn't far. It was like two more stops away. So we started to walk and I was I was on the news and I was on Twitter and stuff and I was refreshing. I was waiting to hear something, to see anything in the news, if anything was going on. 
I said to Amanda, I says, if this is an attack or anything like that, I says, I'm on the next train home and I am ditching this whole sponsorship. I'll tell them I don't want to do this. I'll I'll pay them back. I don't want the money for the sponsorship. I'm out of here. I did not want to do that. It totally freaked me out. Anyway, we were um we were Googling what Inspector Sands means and apparently it's either if there's a fire suspected in the underground or something suspicious in the underground. To this day, we still really don't know what it was. If there was like a suspicious package, somebody that looked suspicious in a suspicious bag. If there was a fire or if there was an expected fire, I don't know. There was a street across from the station that was blocked off and the fire the fire engine was on the road going under the ground, like in the little man hole drain thing. I don't know if they were digging up the ground. I don't know what was happening. Well, obviously, we don't have details. There must have been nothing like actually happened um because it was nothing in the news but there was lots of tweets um posted i like searched like london green park emergency and loads of people were like what's going on we've just all been evacuated but nobody really knew the real answer everybody was just saying what i googled like the fire or something suspicious which is completely terrifying and i actually messaged my friend when we got to piccadilly mckenna calm down I messaged my friend who lived there and I, I explained the whole story. I said, this just happened. Is this normal? Because some people were walking about all chill. And she says, I've lived here for 10 years and that's never happened to me. So I have no idea what's going on. And she messaged her friend who's lived there all his life. And so he's about 30. He's been about 30 years using the tubes every day. And how many tubes do you use a day if you're commuting to work and back? Probably over five, maybe 10. Maybe over 10, how many stops you're walking through, how many underground stations you're walking through. And this guy said, never happened to me in my life. Never been escorted out. Never had an, a siren or alarm going off. And that, to me, was completely terrifying. And it's completely made me so cautious and understandable what people go through if this was an actual attack. I don't know. I'm already traumatised from this, so I I, can, I completely do not understand or can't even dream to think what these people go through who actually are in an attack. And like I said before at the start, this is such a horrible world that that's what our minds go to. Maybe it was just a small fire had got out in one of the offices or something and it was a tiny, tiny candle just lit a piece of paper on fire and it was out within seconds but it's it's actually mad how everybody freaks and that's immediately what they think such a sad place to live in that we think the worst immediately and it's so scary but an inspector to me does not sound good somebody who to inspect something and go to a conference inspector room immediately then being evacuated completely scary and traumatizing honestly really have so much respect for people that, that actually go through this stuff. It's completely shocking, traumatising and horrible situation to be in. That's the most scared I've ever been in my whole life. Um, Just kind of being trapped underground like that. And luckily we all got out and everybody was safe for what I, what I, what I assume everybody's alright from the incident. But terrifying, really, really terrifying. I think the people who are maybe just walking were just kind of hoping for the best and like everything's going to be fine this is probably the usual maybe that's how they thought but they didn't know that it obviously wasn't the usual if my friend has lived there for 30 years and never been through anything like that but I just kind of wanted to share this um don't know if anybody else has experienced it uh, it was just not a good experience to be in at all 
in the underground in London. And I really pray for a better, safer world with more love and less hate. So scary. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's that's the story of what happened. And I just, yeah, like I said, I wanted to share it with you in my podcast all about sharing stories and things I've went through in life and good times and bad times. And this obviously was a bad, a bad story. But just wanted to share it. And I feel weird saying if you enjoyed the episodes, follow, like, whatever. But obviously, who's going to enjoy a sad, scary story? But thank you guys for listening again to another podcast episode. Another one, hopefully next week, will be a positive one. I'm I'm sorry. I don't know how to feel about this episode. I'm sorry it was a negative, sad one. But like I said, I feel like I keep rambling. I just wanted to share another story with you that I've... Something I've went through. They're not all going to be happy because life has big ups and downs so that was that was just a the scariest moment of my life um but yeah i will see you in the next episode on episode 19 and then we're so one step closer to episode 20 i'll see you in the next one everyone have a great day goodbye